Advent season yet again. We've last week lit the first candle, which represents the hope of heaven coming. And this year, our theme is Here Comes Heaven. Thank you, Christina. I, where did you go? Oh, thank you so much. It was just, I don't know, it felt like every word we sung was made me closer to tears, which is always a good thing in, in church, isn't it? When you cry, it's got to be good. So, um, thank you. And so, so we've already in the presence of, of hope as our first candle illuminates. And today, um, I'm going to light the second candle, which represents um, the peace of heaven coming. And I know, you know, this, the layout is different from, from most of the time, most of the year. Um, we, don't, we don't normally do candles uh, in, our, in our expressions of, of worship and of faith, which I think sometimes we miss out on. But, but this season and this time we, we are. And so throughout the morning, I love you. Whenever you find yourself sort of thinking about um, what's going to be for lunch? I know, I know, no one does that. Or, or you think, um, oh, what's that itch on the back of my neck? I want, oh, I should go to the doctor and get that checked out. And, and whenever your thoughts race away, and you you sort of find yourself somewhere other than here in this moment in this place, um, I want you to come back to peace. Come back. Use use that candle to. To bring yourself back to being here, um, where we are right now, and and in doing so, um, remind yourself that that heaven is here. And so, as we started last week, um, we're we're gonna use um, this song called "Here Comes Heaven" as part of the framework of our Advent series. And so, Jenny, would you just play now? Children weep no more Hope is on the horizon Weary world, behold your promised Messiah Angels let your song begin Here comes heaven Christ is born in Bethlehem Here comes heaven Sinner, wait no more Love has broken the silence Come let us adore The Savior is with us Angels, let your soul 
becomes heaven Christ is born in Bethlehem Here comes heaven Here comes heaven And while they were there the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was, nothing, there was no room available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of God's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Do not be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of, the armies of heaven, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let us go to Bethlehem, and let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was a baby lying in a manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what, what had happened and what the angels had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all of these things in her heart and thought about them often. As I said before, today we um, light the, the candle that represents peace. And I don't know about you, but it's, I can find it quite easy to become disillusioned when I consider peace. Especially sort of, you know, thinking about peace can sometimes feel like it's a bit like a fairy tale. You know, you talk about peace like it's a unicorn or a leprechaun, um, where, where you, you, know, you know there's stories about it, but, but you know, you really, how is it real? And yet Jesus himself was... Um, or excuse me, yet heaven's announcement of Jesus was that there would be peace on earth. It was part of his birth notice. And Jesus himself, as we saw in or heard in, in the um, Isaiah scripture that was read this morning, was, was prophesied as the Prince of Peace. And yet I was watching um, TV this week 
And and it was uh, I think it was one of the news news things was talking about. Oh man, <laughs> Steph's paying for the first round. <laughs> Just like that, the spirit leaves. <laughs> no, not at all. But I was watching watching the news, and this is fantastic. No, you stay outside. You're not coming back in here again. No, the church is always welcoming, always sinner return, come forward, you have a place. But the, or the, the gist of the article was, how do you get through the holiday season with your family? You know, like, how do you, how do you make it? And there were these wonderful little things about, one of them was, um, plan to go out for, to get some milk and take three hours to do it. Um, just to give yourself a little bit of a break from, from say, the family members that really rubbed you the wrong way or, or you know, that, that, those people who are, you know, just say the, the worst things. Um, and then there was another, another one of the advice was, you know, think about the three days. Uh, house guests and fish all go off in three days, so you've got to keep your, your trips short and, and don't, don't overstay your welcome. Um, have lots of opportunities to give space and to leave. Um, and, then, and then also have lots of um, conversations at the beginning of, of the time together that there are no-go areas that we're not going to talk about um, COVID or religion or anything of value or importance whatsoever. And so, um, um, and, and in many ways, those are all really good ideas. Um, but is that peace? Like, is that what, what we're... Is that what that represents? Is that the good news that, that all of heaven announced to us? Or, or is peace... Like I, I read another, another article about, about this sort of time of year and they were just talking about... It was talking about creating the perfect environment... And, and I would maybe, it was made me think about, is that what peace is? Is peace in, in our life about having the perfect body mass index? Like just feeling, being just weighing the right amount, feeling the right way, having the right amount of fitness, having the perfect haircut, just the right of time. Having a beautifully decorated house with, with all of the everything color coordinated and matching and looking well. Having an overflowing bank account, wondering what in the world you're going to do with all of the money and resources you have. Having complete fulfillment in your, in your job or your, or your vocation. With no stress whatsoever. Is that what peace is about? Having all of the relationships in your life be incredibly life-giving and fulfilling. No one draining. Having kind neighbors who get along, never play music late, loud, loud late at night. Is peace having children who just love one another so much and just want to help each other all the time and prefer one another and they never fight? 
having a spouse that loves one another all the time and, and prefers one another and never fights. Is that, is that how we experience peace? I don't know about you, but that seems fairy tale. It seems fragile. It seems fleeting. It seems unattainable. It actually seems exhausting when we think of peace as being in our hands to create. It certainly doesn't fit the announcement of all of those angels saying, I've got, we've got good news. Jesus himself spoke of peace. If you have a Bible or a device with a Bible, let's go to John 14. I'm just going to read it out. Um, and this is Jesus talking to his disciples toward the end of, toward the end of his, his ministry. He's talking about how um, they're having this really confusing conversation, as most conversations with Jesus' disciples and Jesus were um, at the time, which should be very encouraging because I feel confused a lot of the time too when I have conversations with Jesus, but he's talking about how, um, how he's going to leave, and they're kind of wondering, is he just going down the road, or what's happening? Um, we, have the, we have the wonderful benefit of, of, of perspective. They didn't. But I'm just going to pick up, I think, in verse 26, and Jesus says this, but when the Father sends, but then, but when the Father sends an advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and he will remind you of everything that I have told you. For I am leaving you with a gift. That's verse 27. For I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and of heart. And the peace that I give is a gift that the world cannot give. You know, what I described before is what the world tries to call peace. There's entire industries and economies based on the world desperately trying to recreate or create what God gives freely as his peace. And for many of us, even though we know better, we try, we try it that way. We try it the way of the world. This morning, as we redirect ourselves to that candle that represents peace, let's remind ourselves of the way of Jesus. Let's remind ourselves that the peace that we have, we have because he gave it to us. So do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Remember what I told you. I am going away, but I will come back again. The peace we celebrate today isn't about situations. It isn't about perfect circumstances. It isn't fleeting, and it certainly isn't fragile. The peace that we celebrate is Jesus. His gift to us in peace 
is him giving himself. No matter what we go through, no matter what we face, no matter where we find ourselves, we can do it knowing Jesus is with us. And his presence is our peace. I, I recently had um, a really, really big hit. Um, and, and I'm not going to get into lots of the details of that. And, I, and I'm, I've got professional supervision this week, so I've, I, that poor guy is going to earn his money. Because it, it, is, it was a hit that really, really set me back. I don't, can anyone else relate? Did you ever just get like, like sort of emotionally or whatever you want to call it, just really sucker punched and you weren't expecting it and, and it really has... And so that's where I am now. And that's where I'm sort of part of me is what I'm feeling about. And so I had this real struggle. And on top of all of that, then, I got COVID, which I know that doesn't put me in a small, uh, you know, a, a, a small group. But I feel like I got COVID worse than anyone has ever had COVID. <laughs> like, I, I had such a bad fever. Well, I had a fever. It was bad because it was mine. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Like, my fingers hurt. I didn't even know your fingers could feel. Like, like it was just like it hurt to do that. Um, and so, so on top of just getting this really out of left field, really big sort of sucker punch, then I got COVID. And then I had to isolate. And I'm, we just recently did our strength finders. Then I'm a woo, which woo just love people. And so the thought of having to be stuck at home Um, feeling awful, feeling isolated, it just all compounded to feeling really, really sorry for myself and really not at all um, loving the idea of peace and certainly not feeling peaceful in myself. And so, so as much of this message is to me personally, um, hopefully it's to some of you as well. That our peace... The peace that we have in Jesus has nothing to do with our feelings. Sometimes our feelings will speak and add to it, but in times like this for me, or maybe for you as well, when your feelings do not lend their voice to it, it is no less true. So our feelings, my feelings, have to bow to the peace that is Jesus, to the truth that he has come and he is coming again. I loved that song, come, like come. Like we, we, our peace is that we call out come knowing he's coming. Like, we know that, eh? Do we? If you don't, can, I, can, can you not hear anything other? Can you not be reminded of anything other than Jesus is coming again? And the next time he comes, he's bringing all of heaven with him. All of heaven's peace with him. All of heaven's healing with him. All of heaven's, all of heaven's healing power to, to in an 
instant, heal all of the brokenness, all of the pain. In a moment, all of the injustice that we see on a regular basis will be gone in an instant because heaven is here. And with heaven comes justice. With heaven comes peace. With heaven comes healing. With heaven comes purpose. All is going to be put to right when Jesus comes again. And he is coming again. That is our peace. That is our hope. That's why we're here. That's all I've got. So if you're looking for anything else. But, but like that's what I want us to celebrate. That's, please come back to that. Come back to that when your feelings lend their yes to it. But come back to it when your feelings have, are saying the complete opposite. Because that's what peace is. Peace has nothing to do with our circumstances. Nothing to do with, our, with what, what we see in, in where we're at. The peace that we have is a peace that reminds us of what Jesus said. Reminds us of who the God is that Jesus revealed. Again, the worship was so profoundly inspired this morning that, that we're reminded again that, that, that what Jesus said, if you want to know what God is like, God is like a father who, who runs to his son, who, who, the son who did everything possible to, to just communicate such disdain and, and, and disregard for the Father. And yet Jesus said, this is what, you want to know what God is like. God is like a father who sees that son from a long way off and runs to him and restores him. We have to be reminded of the things that Jesus said. We have to be reminded of the things that he's done. I know for a fact that in this room there are stories of what Jesus has done. Not, not just in scripture, which is wonderful, but in your life. You have stories. And part of the peace that we celebrate this morning is that you are a carrier of the stories of what Jesus has done. That Jesus has made a way in your life. He's healed you. He's set you free. You've been set free from incredible bondage. That's what we have in the room today. We have peace because of the life because of the ministry, because of the death, and because of the resurrection of Jesus. That is why we have hope. That is what our hope is anchored in. And our peace is brought forward and brought into expression when we live our life through that perspective. When we can see our situations through that perspective. When we can when we can take a hit out of left field that shakes us to our core, we can still know that Jesus is there with us. That Jesus knows what it is to take a hit and be shaken to his core. 
that that's the God we walk with. That's the Jesus we journey with. Not one who hovered over the earth, never really feeling the pain or never really experiencing the disappointment. That's not who Jesus is. That's not what Scripture says he did. He didn't hover over the earth and pretend to be man. He came to earth. He felt the pain of humanity. He felt the, the disappointment of that, that, that's in store for all of us and that we've all felt at times. And he overcame it. He made a way through it. And we have that way because of him. We have peace because Jesus came, but he's also coming again. And like I said before, the next time he comes, he's bringing all of heaven with him. And that's why we celebrate. That's why we have hope. That's why we have peace. I want to actually just spend the last bit of time that we have together. I've got some candles up here. And what I'd like for us to do in really the rest of the time that we have. Maybe, worship team, if you want to come up, we play some music. But I think for some of us that we need to, or we have the opportunity in, in the moments we have together to actually have or use peace or use these candles as a radical act of defiance of our situations. And what I mean by that is what I would love for you to do, if you're, if you're in a situation where, where, like that, peace can feel, as far as the way the world defines peace, feels a long way off, that situations and circumstances are far from ideal, that, that the... Yeah, that, that, that life has got some really big challenges. And that's for yourself, for your family, for people that you know. What I'd love for you to do is come forward, pick up a candle, and as you do so, allow that candle to represent you know, whatever, whatever it is that I think that the Holy Spirit is actually speaking now to. And then what I would like you to do is come and take the candle and light it from peace. Light it from the light that, is, that represents the peace that Jesus brings. The peace that is above all other things. I think for myself, when in, the, in this, you know, kind of the last few weeks that I've talked about, was the thing about it is when you're in those places, the darkness feels really big. It feels really powerful. It feels incredibly vast and very overwhelming. And yet light comes in. And the smallest amount of light makes an incredible difference. And so why don't we all stand...
I'm going to pray and then we're just going to, these guys are going to play for a bit and really, if you'd like to come, light a candle. And really this, this sort of time of, of lighting candle is, is our ministry time. I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit would encounter you. That as you, as you hold that candle and, you, and that candle comes in contact with the peace that Jesus, the gift that he's given us that there will be a shift that there'll be a change that your head and your heart will be will be set free from from the tyranny of trying to manufacture peace on your own of trying to hold the fragile kind of plates in the air trying to hold it together by having everything just so. So Jesus, I thank you so much that you are the peace that we celebrate today. I thank you that the peace that you give us as a gift is yourself. And it is a peace that has nothing to do with our situations, has nothing to do with our circumstances. And it is a peace that our, our feelings must surrender to. And Holy Spirit, we thank you that you have been sent as our advocate, as our helper, as a reminder. And this morning, for those who need it most, Holy Spirit, I ask that as the candle that they hold comes in contact with the light that represents your peace, that there would be a radical shift within them. That in that moment of illumination, heaven would come. That peace would come. That hope would come. And that light would once again dispel darkness. Jesus, we surrender this time again to you. We call to mind the peace that you have for us. We remind ourselves of all that it is you've done in us and through us. We remind ourselves of the promises, of the prophecies, of the visions, of the pictures. We remind ourselves of the encouragement that others have spoken into our life that are the very mouthpiece of you, Jesus. 
And we remind ourselves that this world, in all its brokenness, has nothing over heaven. That you are coming, Jesus, and you're bringing all of heaven with you. You are coming, Jesus, and you're bringing all of heaven with you. So if, the, if, if that's you and you'd like to, so I've got a few candles around, come up, grab a candle, and then, then we've got those three containers. They've got some oasis in it. Once your candle's lit, you can just put it in the, in the oasis. And, um, yeah, and then we'll just see.